You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. I'm Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. And I'm Michael Anderson. And we have special guests. <laughs> <laughs> we erupt. <laughs> well, first of all, we adore Michael. Michael is an energy healer and spiritual life coach. And he helps people when they reach critical crossroads in their life. And he does this by, is what you'd say, shedding light and focusing their awareness on their inner truth. He's not afraid to ask the tough questions. He breaks through people's inner gridlock. He is a practical energy healer, which is what I adore about him. And that can span into the into the esoteric, but it's also it's decoding people's roadblocks. And that helps them on their path to embodiment. He is also the co-host of Living Your Awakening with his adored wife, Ambu Jam, adored by him and us. And that is a live video show every two weeks that we highly recommend. It is focused on self-empowering conversations and tools to help you live your truth, follow your heart, and embody your awakening. And that is just the tip of the iceberg as to who Mr. Michael is. And we are thrilled to have you here. Welcome, well, thank Michael. Thank you for having me. Welcome. What we'd like to do today is have Michael give us a perspective um, from the male point of view uh, on, a, on a subject that uh, Michael had brought up that it was a, a challenging October. And so what we'd like to ask Michael is when you're going through um, the challenges or the discoveries of, of yourself or of the whole collective, you know, how what are some of the tools that you do that you're able to cope, you're able to accept, you're able to heal during these times. And then when you get through it, what do you do with the information? And it's going to be interesting to see, is it different than the way a woman's perspective would be? Is it the same, just looks differently? So (laughs) let's turn it over to Michael. Well, what comes up to talk about actually was uh, something that actually happened yesterday. You know, you're talking about like actionable, like what can you do? And um, we... We, uh, I, I tend to go for walks every day. I try to, if I can. And, um, there's a, a neighbor that's lives fairly close by that I have pretty crunchy, funky past life with. And sure enough, it doesn't matter when I, this, this is, he's, this couple moved in, uh, I don't know, year and it was during COVID. So it's been a couple of years ago. And sure enough, every time I go for a walk, every time I ride my bike, Every single time I will see them in their car, they'll be walking, they'll be riding their bike. <laughs> the man in general. So it's the funkiness is with him. And it's funny. So yesterday we actually, we went for a walk and um, we were going to go sit at this one bench because where we live is there's, there's a lot of open space around it. And we we're going to go sit on that bench. And I just kept feeling like, no, we shouldn't really do that, which we normally were. And it was beautiful out. There was no really reason not to, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. So I'm just feeling like we shouldn't go. So we turn around and um start walking back to our place 
And sure enough, here comes this guy that I have this karma with walking the other way. And I say stuff to Aubrey, I'm like, every time I'm out, I see this guy. And um, that's a case, like just following your intuition, you don't know why sometimes, and here this presents. And I realize that, you know, I've been looking at this, but I was only looking at a kind of a surface level of it. You know, a past life uh, I had between he and his wife is what I kept feeling. And I kind of was, I just kind of ended it there. Like, okay, this is some funkiness between me and his, his current wife in a past. But it's, but it's still, it's still showing up. That's always my sign that, okay, since this guy still shows up, there's obviously something deeper, but I didn't spend a lot of time with it because it's like, I don't know, I can be, I can be lazy, you know, I'll feel it and I think I got it, but sometimes I don't necessarily dig deeper. And so with this presenting, I'm like, this is just happening so much, like what's underneath this. So at that moment, it finally escalated on the, on the important scale enough for me to spend a little time and go into it. And I started digging into like, what's, what deeper things were going on in my relationship in the past with this guy. And I just started to realize all the sort of really, uh, dark interactions, you know, mm -hmm. where we were battling each other. And I, and this guy, I don't even, I've never, I've only said hi to him. I mean, it's never been an unpleasant interaction. I've never really spoken wow. to him, spoken to him. Um, but I could just feel it in my body. I could feel the, the yeah. heaviness. I could feel the, but when I was dropped in beyond the, the, the past life that I was seeing and went deeper, I started seeing this sort of where we were, we've been battling each other and sabotaging each other. I was like, you know, I just, I don't want this. I mean, that was just something I was just like, that was a visceral reaction. Like, you know, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Like something in me truly was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And when I realized that this battling, I've been battling for the last two months. Um, I've been, uh, it's, it's partially hereditary, but I have, I've been having gout attacks in my right foot and they've been extremely painful. And so I've been working on that on a practical level, just like not only on the physical side, but then working on the energetic and the spiritual side to pull a lot of, you know, that's a place where I had a lot of gaps. And what I was realizing with the, the, with this guy is I was realizing a lot of the sort of past life interactions, some of the attack on his side was coming in and was going into my gap, into my toe, mm. where I've been having the gout which I've been dealing with this a lot in the last couple of months. So now you have the physical issues, but then there's this emotional component to this stuff. And then I was realizing here, life's giving me this opportunity to look at this. So you're asked the question of how I implement this. It's like not something I necessarily go, I don't necessarily go through looking for it, but sometimes life slaps you across the face mm -hmm. and you know, you have to, I just be like, oh, okay. This has been slapping me across the face here <laughs> for, you know, for a year, but now I'm finally like, it's escalated to the point where it's kind of funny because with the gout, it's painful enough to actually really motivate me to like want to deal because yeah. it's really not comfortable. And so um, when I started to recognize this, I started seeing this interaction, started realizing some of the sabotage from past lives from him was going into the spot where I had sort of vacated my body. And this gap was in my, you know, it's my great toe where I'm getting the gout and was really able to start to see the mechanisms, start to see the sort of cords and start to make choices, not so much to freak out. That's the big thing is like, you see this stuff and it's like, I'm not so, I'm not interested in the story. I'm not interested in the drama. It's too, it's information to help me figure out what to do presently, right? So for me, this helped me realize like where I can take up space, where I can change this relationship because it's my choice. I can end this, this contentious relationship and say, I'm sorry. I can, you know, if it's true, 
And it was because I just really didn't want this. And so I started really doing sort of psychic ceremony with this guy to be like, look, man, mm -hmm. I don't want to fight with you anymore. I don't want to battle you. I just, you know, we've done it. I recognize it. I've done my side. You've done your side. And I started actually energetically going in psychic, I call it psychic surgery, going in and starting to remove the pieces. Cause I just, as I start to look and I start to ask, okay, what's there, I start to see things. And then as I see things, in this case, I saw it's a, looked like electronics, like a mechanism and it was in there embedded kind of like the matrix and bringing my psychic awareness in there to see what it is, see if it's appropriate and then, you know, start to remove it and give it to him or give it to source or whatever. And just start to kind of pick through it, you know, mm -hmm. as thing, you know, as I'm bringing my awareness in there, just kind of just go through layer by layer as I'm seeing. But the thing is, is the courage or the, yeah, I'm going to call it courage, the courage to actually go there and look and stay with it to go all the way through it. Yeah. Right. So it takes some time. And so as I did this, it just, the whole, the energy with he and I started to shift, the, the mechanism started to move and the, some of the, some of the actual physical pain in my great toe was started to release. Um, and it's funny, he saw me and he immediately did a, a hundred, uh, 90 degree and turned the opposite direction and walked the opposite direction. <laughs> right. Literally he was walking straight for us, straight towards us. And he literally turned a, a turn. So it's and not all in your head. Uh, no, no. No, uh -uh. that's what I said about the spirituality is, is the proof is in the pudding. I mean, the facts are right in front of me. I'm watching mm -hmm. this actually happen. He's, he may not be conscious of it, but, but you can see it, you can feel it. Yeah. So it's funny. So, so I'm working on this healing as we walk home and I need to go run an errand with the, with her, with her car. And so I, uh, I've been working on this for like a half an hour. So I pull out, I go to the end of our sort of neighborhood and who do I almost run into? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I called Donna Mujab. I said, you'll never guess who I ran into. <laughs> the interesting thing is, is when I actually felt into it, I could tell that the energy that, that when you, you know, a lot of this stuff comes up to heal, right? When you actually feel to heal. So when you feel this stuff, you can, if you do a comparison contrast, maybe that's where the masculine comes in, the ma not so much as a man, but just the masculine right. energy, which you, you know, use logic and you do comparison and contrast versus flow. Cause I'm doing both, right. I'm flowing and, and I'm so that, but I'm comparing what it felt like 30 minutes ago to what it felt like when I was literally just like 20 feet from him in my car and just feeling how different it felt or just, I was noticing actually, I was, I didn't actually didn't expect it to necessarily be different, but I just could feel that it was, that was just the truth. Yeah. So that's kind of like, I don't, and it's, that's just like a tangible thing that just happened yesterday. That's, you know, that's like the ultimate free will, right? Because you have these karmic lessons with people. I, I was addicted to this Korean drama recently, and they did a beautiful job. It spanned. You saw their lifetimes of these characters, and you you saw how they kept showing up. And they kept just, like, interacting with it until they finally, one of them was just like, within themselves, was just like, stop everything in me wants to destroy you. And I'm not going to, I'm going to break this cycle. And I mean, it was a dramatization, but it just, it yeah. just brought it home. And I feel like you, that's, it's just so powerful when you finally say, no, I, I don't even need the whole story. I'm just changing it here. Yeah. That's it's, it's a thing we see a lot. I see a lot in our show, living your awakening is, is you have choices. Yeah. yeah, this stuff is measurable because I can measure how I felt in my interaction with him before and after. So that's what I'd say for any men that are watching this or anybody really, men particularly want this sort of proof. But if you actually, this stuff is absolutely measurable. It is absolutely practical. This woo woo stuff, 
and I'm not going to bag on the woo-woo. Okay, I'm going to bag on the woo-woo a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. But, you know, for me, what I bring to the table and that what my, what my lane is, is to make, is to bring this stuff and to be, to be practical, actionable, and sort of um, measurable, right? So that's, that's this idea of coming off the mountain and really making this. Yeah. So for anybody, this is, this, this is interactions you have in life. I mean, people you date, relationships, mm -hmm. any kind of relationship, right? This karmic mm -hmm. stuff makes up a vast majority. I mean, when you're walking into a bar or walking out and all of a sudden you feel the swing, like, man, I'm attract that person. I guarantee you, I have never seen an instance where that is not past life. Oh, ever. Really? ever. Yeah. But Michael, it, it's so much easier. Like you say, people we live with, maybe people we work with, uh, siblings, what have you, mm -hmm. those interactions can definitely be more identifiable because mm -hmm. we are in a daily uh, uh, interaction with people. When you're talking about someone like a neighbor who you and you, and I thought that was very interesting. You've never even had any issues, any conflict with them. It was all energetic that you tapped into. So could you explain a little bit for, you know, for people who've never experienced that, how did you know and why did you pursue it? Like what, what made you think that he's just, well, I, don't, I just don't like his energy. Maybe he's a bad guy. When did you realize now we haven't, we've had this past life together? Oh, instantly. Oh, you get really? a gut feeling. Yeah. You have a gut uh -huh. feeling about somebody, you know, you walk into a restaurant or a coffee shop and you see someone, and you have a gut feeling either it's, it expands or it contracts mm -hmm. and I would contract. I could feel that contraction. If you want to put it like really black and white terms, you expand or you contract. So to me, you hear people, they'll use the language. If you just talk to the normal everyday person, they'll use language. Like, I don't know, I've got a weird vibe about that person, mm -hmm. or I felt uncomfortable or, you know, they'll use words, but that's what they're describing that expansion contraction. I'm just, I'm just like really paying attention to that because for me, mm -hmm. I'm a double cancer in astrology. So I'm really feeling, so it's, for me, it's really loud. Mm -hmm. So this guy, I could feel it. I could feel the tension immediately. Whereas a lot of times it'll just be neutral or sometimes it'll be really attractive, you know, either sexually attractive or just attractive. Like I'm happy or I, I'm, I'm attracted to that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And is this stuff? something that, like you said, he, you had mentioned when he uh, walked across or went in another direction unconsciously. Mm -hmm. So he may not even be tapped into any of this, but his, but he's reacting obviously in an adverse way. So you're also seeing it besides mm -hmm. feeling it because mm -hmm. there's no reason for him to cross the street or to do anything, but he's my, reacting also. My experience with that, I mean, yes, in this particular case, that's, yes, I'm witnessing that with my mm -hmm. eyes. Okay. And plus I'm feeling, so I'm feeling right. his, you know, I'm feeling how my reaction and I'm noticing and I'm feeling him, but I've been in a situation where over the years, and that's kind of what, you know, with my sort of spirituality in this whole thing was, um, is when I had people less like, like you three, where I could actually talk to them. And then I'd start to compare notes. And that's when it's interesting. Cause what I was finding is when I would have a feeling about something, and then I ha was had the ability to talk to the person about it. 100% of the time when we had really uncovered all the layers, we were feeling, we were feeling it. Mm -hmm. So that's been, so that was, that's the scientist in me. That's kind of going like, Hey, if I could actually, I can't, you can't always talk about with somebody. It's, it's not always right. appropriate. Because really that's about you needing something. So sometimes that's an interesting conversation, but because ultimately you have to, you have to understand, accept this for yourself, for your own learning and your own choices, right? The, needing to discuss it with somebody else is second, is, to me is secondary. Sometimes it's important yeah. if it's important, but a lot of times it's because you're feeling insecure and you want to, you know. Validation. You, you want that validation. Yeah. 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 So when you 
would you call it healed now or what status would you say it is right now? Hmm. So my sort of metric for is something healed is I sort of have a meter of charge. So on the sort of meter scale, I'm moving my arm for people. I guess everybody's listening here. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, wait, wait, but it's like, you know, you like the old analog meters, like you used to have a little meter on your, on your stereo that used to go up that would yeah. measure how strong this charge was. So that to me gives me a good indication of the situation. So I consider something healed is when they're, when it's neutral. So that's sort of my metric when I'm in a, when I'm having a charge on a relationship or an issue. And when I have done my work, quote unquote, spiritual work on it, and I've looked at it and really followed the threads and really healed it, you know, by feeling you feel the heal. Mm -hmm. um, how I know that it's healed is when I run into that situation again, which life invariably does, is I, I gauge how strong that emotional reaction is. So when it gets to sort of zero, then I know that I've zeroed it out for lack of a better. And then you probably won't see him again or he'll move, right? I'll be like. <laughs> I said that. I said that to I said, now this, he, they, they moved in from out of, out of town during COVID, I believe, right at the beginning. And so, yeah, that's either we'll move or he'll move. <laughs> that's, 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 it's funny. You're done with each other, right? Yeah. You keep running into that situation. Life keeps right. presenting that situation. And that's, for me, I guess, again, as a question, it's like, you know, you can ask that question, like, what, what is this trying to teach me? Like, what is it here mm -hmm. for me to learn? Or what, right. is this, what, is there here, what is there here for me to heal? Versus just, I mean, you can feel your anger because sometimes it's just like, oh, I just feel so angry. And that's, you, you can't block, you, I, don't, I don't recommend blocking that. I mean, really acknowledge that. But then at some point we have some space and you can start asking that deeper question of like, okay, what am I to learn in this situation? Mm -hmm. Do I want this? Is this even mine? Right? So you can just ask some basic, you know, field some basic questions. How do you handle from the masculine perspective, because I do like that you brought up, it's it's masculine, feminine, not a gender thing. It's, you know, we all have the energy. So when you're stuck in that relationship with someone or not in a relationship, but, um, you know, let's say you work with someone and it is adversarial, you've done the inner work, you know, but it takes two to, mm -hmm. to release, right? Just as it takes two to tango. How do you handle that sort of holding pattern where, there are people in our lives where you you can, from a spiritual perspective, wish them well, but on a day-to-day -day mundane level, it's mm -hmm. just like oil and water. And it's, it's never going to not be that because someone would have to be inauthentic in order for there to be a blending. So, you know, from so the feminine. About, so you're talking about your family? <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah. So my sister, Michael. No. Um. Just like you know, they're they're just. I've worked with different coworkers where once the healing happened, because I could tell past life mm -hmm. stuff or just mm -hmm. karma. Like, oh, here's my 23 year old self, and I'm working right side. You know, it's like karma coming back to me. Once I was healed. Well, I got a new job, you know, but then there are times where maybe, like you said, it's like it's a neighbor or it's just not leaving or if it could be family. What's the sort of masculine sort of practical, you know, because taking it from what? Application. Yeah. Application. Thank you. That was a word that I was looking for. <laughs> now, this is actually something that um, Ambujam has really taught me, my wife, um, is to acknowledge your feelings. Mm. That is like, I wish that, I wish that could be one of the most masculine things on the planet. 
it's not. But that's, I mean, if we really wanted to heal the planet, if men could just acknowledge their feelings and be masked, that, that's such a masculine thing. Yeah. Because it's like, that is so powerful. You give voice to the part that you don't want to, that you're actually feeling, right? Instead of de denying that it exists. I mean, because that's the thing, that's when things so mess with you is when you deny they exist, right? Yeah. So to me, that would be number one is, is because you, you, you're at work and you want to punch your coworker in the face. I mean, all you can acknowledge is I want to punch my coworker. I'm not going to punch my coworker in the face, <laughs> but I feel that's how I feel like. And you acknowledge yeah. that and you hold space for that and just like, let it flow through you. Mm. I don't, you know, because yeah. I, I think this idea in spirituality is that you're not going to be, everything's going to be calm and you're not going to have any, any rough water. And it's just like, again, that's just not real. You're going to get angry. If you're not getting angry, yeah. then I think that you're blocked. Yeah. I'm just, that's what, yeah. I think the thing is, is in order to feel complete, the full range of joy, you got to feel that full range of darkness. It's all yeah. there. What that's, you do about it is what matters. I like that. Yeah. And the difference, honestly, between, I just learned this this weekend, the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. You can forgive someone that does not mean you're going to reconcile with them because it might not be the healthiest thing for you, but you can forgive them. And I that was an aha moment for me. Um, this weekend. So just, yeah, acknowledging your feelings, letting them flow through. And the for me, the different, the difference between those two terms, which I think people confuse. I, th I think the other side of that, the other piece I would add to that is stay in your lane. Mm. Meaning you can't heal the other person. Oh, You're but we're healers, Michael. <laughs> I, know. I know. I understand. I get it. Believe me. I've got a, I've got a whole, I got a whole wreckage of, <laughs> I learned, I've learned most things in the spiritual path because of the, the, of the giant pile of dog crap that I keep stepping in. And I just, sometimes at some point you're just like, you know, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore, but yeah. So I, but that's, that's what I've learned from my experience was like, at the end of the day, all I can do is do my part of it. Like that guy, I don't know what he does that I keep I keep, I, they've been interacting with, I can just heal my side of it. I can deal with my side. And yeah. That's all I can ever do. And so if I just stay focused on that, when my energy starts to drift over there, that's when I have to have, that's where the discipline comes in to acknowledge it and be like, yeah, not my lane, make a choice. You know, I think again, it's like acknowledging like, Hey, I want to do this. And that might be a whole nother, you know, spiritual inquiry is like, why do I want to, right? That might be a whole nother thing. And then the idea of, of making a choice and setting a boundary being like, okay, I, I understand that. I feel that I want to acknowledge that, but I'm making a choice that I'm not going to. It's not my line. Yeah. Yeah. So, so to me, again, that masculine side is going to be um, making choices. So staying in your line, also just making choices, right? Choices are so powerful. It's like interesting in the spiritual world when you actually make a choice, like the other day with this guy, when I um, was seeing the implants that were in my foot from a past life, and I was making choices to be like, okay, I let this in. I agreed to this on some level, mm -hmm. but I, I don't agree to this anymore. I'm making a choice that I don't want this anymore as of now. It's, it's yours now. I'm giving this back. And that choice, you can literally psychically watch it, but you can, more specifically, you can, I literally felt some of the pain or the pain in my foot leave. Mm -hmm. So it has, so you can literally measure the results of this. I love that. And Ken, going back to the scenario too, Michael, can you explain mm -hmm. when you talked about when you were able to understand the pain you were having in your in your toe, you talked about the gap, the gap. Mm -hmm. Can you explain a little bit more of that? Like 
what what that means and then how did you know that's where it resided besides the pain i mean mm -hmm. well that was like the big red flag i'll be okay. honest okay yeah <laughs> so that was already telling you okay yeah i mean i think the thing is for me my relationship with darkness is darkness exists and the purpose of darkness on some level if you want to put it in this sort of perspective is darkness shows you where you have gaps Mm -hmm. Okay. So it shows sure you where you you're not gaps. healed. It shows you where you've made crappy choices. It shows you, it shows you, so a gap would be something, it's kind of like, you know, if you, you know, you, you have your house and you leave for a vacation and you leave all your windows open and you come home and there's all these people living in there and all this like leaves have blown in. It's like, you have all these gaps, right? Your windows are open. So it's the same thing in your energy system. So if you're these, if you have any, if you're not taking up space, and that's what I was actually finding with my foot is I was not fully taking up space, and I never realized that. But the, but the, but the, but the gout actually was pointing me to recognize. Like I'd be like, what is this about? You ask these basic questions, and I was realizing, wow, I am not taking up space there. I could feel vacant there. Mm. So, that, so as I was feeling into that space in my foot and kind of asking the question. And feeling like, how does that feel? Again, comparison, contrast. How does that feel there versus, let's say, my knee, or my hip, right? right? And mm -hmm. I'm noticing, like, wow, I'm not. I don't feel. I don't feel. I'm not feeling in there. Like, I can't feel myself in there. I can't feel my energy in there. And that's that was that was like my way of recognizing. Wow, I'm like not taking up space. That's a gap. So we're not taking up. So to me, darkness always shows you, or karmic entanglements, or whatever. What they show you is not the drama. Again, drama not so important. What's important is to show you like, hey, how did I let this in? Where's my gap, right? And it could be something that's a psychological gap. Generally, it's a physical, like it comes in physically, like, you know, usually in the back of your spine is a place that people don't tend to look. And you, this energy actually connects into you and you, you're allowing it in. I mean, anything that's in your space, you on some level have agreed to it to be there. And that's why choice is so powerful because you can choose to have it go if you mean it. Does, mm -hmm. that, does that answer your question? Yeah, a, a little bit in that. Okay, so when you said you weren't fully there, you were not you you were not using up all that space. Can you right. define that a little bit more with light, with love, with presence? What do you mean? With That's presence. a part I'm with presence. Well, I'm like if you bring your awareness, it's kind of like I don't know. I notice it the most like when. Um, well, two things come to mind. It's like if you're in yoga and you're doing yoga class and you have a good instructor or you have an instructor that's really bringing your awareness, like they're saying, okay, bring your awareness down into your, into your knee. So you actually literally like bring your awareness down into your knee and you start to feel into it. You can, if you have a spot where you actually, you're not, you're not like really embodying there, it feels different. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the best way I can put gotcha. it. So you can compare gotcha. and contrast. Like if you're like, if you're yeah. taking up space, it feels alive it feels like you can feel your presence there and if you go into if you bring your awareness to parts of your body and you realize it feels hollow mm -hmm. and the thing is your words are going to help you help you right because mm -hmm. it's like it's going to be you have to find your okay this is where the spiritual journey is about you finding it's a journey of you understanding yourself right and understanding your feelings mm -hmm. and what things feel like for you right so i'm describing how it feels for right. me that may not be how it feels for you, but the journey itself, you can find out what these things are for you, right? So for example, a good exercise in being present for me that I always found was, is let's say, particularly when it's winter here and you go into a hot shower and you bring your awareness and you're literally feeling the, the water, the hot water hit your body and you're feeling, you're following it down in your body, you're actually following the water drips going down your body. Mm. And it just brings you incredibly present. 
and you really start to feel your body and be in your body and you get and you get a, a, a flavor, you get a baseline for what that feels like. Versus if you go somewhere and it's like, hey, it's kind of like right now, like it's cold outside. So my, my fingers are cold. So if I bring my awareness into my into my fingers, I can the coldness feels different than on a normal hot day, like when my fingers are really hot. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's the kind of comp practical comparison that I'm talking about. Comparison contrast is that. That's a good explanation. So now that you've been aware of the past life and you're getting to a neutral state, your symptoms then start uh, residing from your foot. That becomes that space is no longer hollow and you fill it. And well, that's, and you're, I mean, there was lots of, like, I have to honestly say this, the thing is when you work on important, I mean, everybody has their sort of themes that they're working on spiritually, right? So some themes are major, some themes are really minor and simple, simple things can heal those. And there's some things that are really major themes. Okay. So major themes going to take a lot of excavation to peel the layers off. So this with the be, same I mean, subject, Michael, or with something maybe completely different, it's just still utilizing that space. The, in this case, I would say, you know, one of the things about gout or foot injuries is about how you walk in the world, right? It's walking forward. It's being in your power and mm -hmm. showing up in the world in a particular way. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's a theme, like really showing up in all my grandeur and all my skills and all my, cause it, you, you know, anybody who's had any sort of lifetimes, it's like, you've run into a lot of hardship and you've run into a lot of pain and suffering and that trauma is still cellular in your body somewhere and it gives you some hesitation to want to go out in the world and so yeah so i mean it might be in a situation where the theme might show up as my foot okay which it did but it might show up in other ways it might show up with how i interact with my father it might show up in mm -hmm. how i show up in with with ambujam right so it may manifest in different places but the theme might be still the same gotcha right mm -hmm. yeah wow and that was a perfect example of like when I asked earlier, what do you do with the information? Sometimes you, you get, you're looking at not curing what the scout is. You dealt with, okay, it brought your attention. You were having the foot issues. You right. identified what the relationship was with this, this neighbor. And then from now you're present with it, but you're not going to, now I've got to get to the bottom of it. You're not doing anything else until you continue to expand. Or is there a surrender with it? I mean, well, I think it comes in waves. So for me with this oh, foot, this okay. went going on for two and a half months. As I mean, I'll be honest with you, when I'm in the pain, I mean, I'm just being a little bitch being in the pain. <laughs> That's good to know. You're human. <laughs> I mean, good. I mean, I'm, just, I'm just like in utter pain because it is just yeah. really painful. Right. So I have, I don't mind admitting that because it really hurts. Yeah. But at some point when I have enough space, then the question is, okay, what is this trying to teach me? Now, granted, I have Ambujam too, so she's she can she can she can get at the bully pulpit kind of force <laughs> the issue. That's where we help each other. Let me look because I can sometimes just get stuck in the suffering because it's right. so right. right. And yeah. we definitely had a period of of a few days that you know I was definitely in the I was more attached to the suffering than I was yeah. dealing with the spiritual, okay. right? So yeah. you know that's where Ambujam's great because she busts my balls enough to break that to break that. So I will actually like recognize, okay, there is actually, I need, this is, this is showing me something to heal. Right. So I, I mean, I fully admit, I'm not always like bird dog in this thing to the point where like every moment I'm looking. So to yeah. me, it's more waves. Right. So I'll, I'll, right. I mean, when everything's fine, I just go about my life. 
right? Then I'm just yeah. like, you know, I'm just hanging out, watching YouTube, working on whatever I need to work on, going for a walk. But then, 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 then life gives you this little bump of reflection. Then you're like, hmm, interesting. I noticed that. What does that mean? That's telling me something. Or yeah. in this case, I just have this thing flare up again. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's like I said, the pain is high enough to where it's getting me like really look at like, okay, what is causing this? What am I, what am I to learn from this? I really don't want this anymore. Right. And I will say it is hard when you're in physical pain, like people who have chronic pain, my heart goes to them because I remember years ago when it was still relevant, I, I would get like horrible cramps. And I remember thinking one month, I really want to like see the spiritual part of this. And when it, ha when it comes, you know, I'm just going to be with it. And of course, the minute they hit, I'm out of my mind, right? Because it was just like bad. And I, and I got some work done because I, I, was able to put the fear of the pain aside. Cause that's the big thing, right? Especially with mm -hmm. something like cramps where it's just the ones I would get would just, you feel the tinge and you know, you're about to just have waves of pain. And so the putting the fear aside to take a moment to look and then not beating yourself up when it's like, okay, that's all I can handle right now. Right. We're popping the Motrin. We're putting in a rom-com. We're just like, this is done. Um, yeah. So absolutely, absolutely. chipping away at it. But then using that pain so that it's just not mindless pain. It's actually being used to direct you towards something. But for people who have chronic pain, just, you know, kind of go easy on yourself. It is hard to focus when you're absolutely, in pain. Absolutely. I think that's the thing at the end of the day. And again, I say that a lot of the shows, and again, that's through, born through experience is you do the best that you can do. And truthfully, yeah, you're in the, when you're in the, when you're in the, Truthfully, when that pain for that starts to show up, I'll be honest with you, it knocks me out of my body. Like literally, oh. I pull out, I contract and I pull oh. out completely because just what you said, because you know it's coming. And you, yeah. your, I, your mind just like amplifies this exponentially. And then there's all these other energies taking my freak out and making it exponentially more. So it's like, there are a lot of layers to what's going, but I agree, I, it's usually after things calm down there, there's a couple of times in this experience, like in the, in the eye of the hurricane that I actually just, the pain was so intense that I just like buckled down to like actually bring my awareness in there and just like start to channel energy into it, just to start yeah. channeling God light in there, Christ light in there to just try to see what I can find and what I can move. And, but a lot of times it's, I call it post-gaming. Mm -hmm. yeah, where you're post you have you've had the experience and you've got to this point where you're where you have some space and then you can go back and kind of analyze what happened and i think that's completely valid don't you find that for me it's also releasing the need for it to play out the way it's always played out um to illustrate that better over my vacation i got a bit of food poisoning and i was i felt I could feel my body going down. I could feel the nausea. I could also tell it wasn't enough that I was going to actually throw up. Sorry if this is an overshare. Um, so I, but I mean, I was miserable. So I started to run energy on myself and just told myself, I'm willing to release being sick. I'm willing to release this is the way it's going to be. This is how this night is going. I, I will release that. And I didn't have any agenda. And all of a sudden... I was in the bathroom and this is going to sound weird. And again, probably overshare um, the cleanest vomiting session I've ever had. Like it almost felt just like a gallon was just pulled up out of me done. And it was like, and 
why are you still on the floor? You're done. It was, it was the weirdest. And I've thrown up a lot in my life. Thank you. Um, but because it was, it was this weird sort of like, I truly got to the point where I was done with this story. I'm really done. I don't need this. And it was removed. Yeah. Power of choice. The power of choice. You made a choice. Life yeah. this. You could have went either way, but you made a choice to be like, hey, I'm going to approach this in a different way. Yeah. So kind of, you, you kind of had momentum. So you had to kind of finish the momentum. That's how I see what you're saying. And I think, yeah. again, that to me, that just is a lesson of power of choice, right? You you see this stuff, you 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 face it. That's a, I think that's the thing that's really hard sometimes is to face face these things, right? You want to, I, I mean, I'm a person who I don't particularly like pain, so I, I don't necessarily like to face it. I will yeah. face it ultimately, but it's not, it's not necessarily always my go-to. No, it sucks. It's a hard, pain is hard. Pain is, man, oh. And it's hard to admit, especially I imagine for a male that you're in pain and that is it, it is a, a suffering and because there's that bravado to, to not show it. Um, and then that's, that's holding those emotions back down and, and repressing that. So um, that's going to be. It's, it's so weird because that is, that'd be like some of, the, some of the most masculine thing you could ever do. Yeah. Sure. Be with that pain and share it. Yeah. Just, just you know, to just share it honestly, right? right. Yeah. Cry, I, scream, I think, yell, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christ is on the cross. He's like, oh yeah, I'm not feeling anything. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even a tear. There's not even a tear in the man's face. I guarantee you that was not the case. I yeah. Guarantee yeah. That was not I the guarantee. Case. <laughs> I do. I guarantee. You. <laughs> like that hurt. That hurt bad. <laughs> yeah, my grandma. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. No, I do think it's interesting that if you look at, you know, the masculine ideal is to be courageous. Well, guess what? Being vulnerable is the most courageous thing you can be. To be vulnerable and not um, use the shield of victim. To just be vulnerable and authentic is the most courageous thing you can do. And it's so powerful when you see it embodied in a man, when you see it practiced by the masculine energy, I should say. Um, it's incredibly powerful and it's incredibly liberating for the people who witness. You know, it's interesting when you talk about that, what comes up for me is a lot of my journey in the last four or five years has really been embracing my femininity. Mm. That's actually ironically made me, in some cases, embrace my masculinity more, but just the whole process of like really embracing my femininity. Because that's something I'd always sort of shoved aside. So but have really you been able to have a support group or males that you're able to share it with? Or have you been sharing that side and that vulnerability mostly with women? Um, there have been there have been times when um, this particular part of the journey has been pretty much just myself or with with Ambujam. Um there's been times in the past where there's been, uh, I've been in some men's, men's group where that's been, I've had that support as well. That's great. That's good. I mean, I, that's what I want to hear that there's yeah. pockets of men supporting each other all over um, yeah. that we just don't see because that's so important. I mean, look, I mean, I'm sure you appreciate any support you get, yeah. but if it's always women and not your, you know, uh, brothers of, of life, then right. you're still hiding and, and that's right. not good for her. No, I agree. It's that's it's, positive. That's good news. Again, the, the community needs both, right? Yeah. It needs that masculine, it needs that feminine. There's a purpose for that. Yeah, right. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So what, what advice do you have to let's, let's just at least go for the young men out there. I mean, you know, cause it's, cause at least they don't have as many repressed bad habits. I imagine as you know, say our age, um, well, what can more they encourage them now. to do? Yeah, exactly. What can they yeah. start doing now that you think, you know, they can, they can have better tools to get to the, you know, to the healing that we've long had a trough through. No pressure. What, what come, no, I mean, what comes up for me, which is really to acknowledge that you have feelings and feel your feelings, just sort of philosophically, just yeah. to actually have, have, a, have a, allow some space there. And the fact, and to, and, to, and to at least, if you can acknowledge that, and then also hold space for the fact that that doesn't make you not a man. Like if you could do those three things, that would just even crack the door open a little bit, mm. I think would be pretty massive because without people being having access to their masculine feminine in them, they're really like, it's like chopping off one of your arms, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's just like you lose so much faculty. It's like, why? Life can be hard enough as it is. Like why take mm -hmm. away half of your ability? That seems kind of stupid. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 oh, sorry, Heather, go ahead. I was just going to say, I would imagine give yourself permission to have feelings. Yeah. That's what I had to do. I had yeah, to give myself permission. Yeah. Foundationally. Cause it's not, I think that's the thing is it's like, as a man, you know, it's, this is, you have a choice. I mean, everybody has a choice, but I'm gonna speak to men. It's like, you have a choice. And again, you can choose to give yourself permission to acknowledge that, that you have feelings and acknowledge that, that you, that you, you can feel you're able to feel and that, that they're, that they have value because they do. That's powerful. Yeah. You know, I give you, if nothing else, it gives you a ton of information at the, you know, at the, if you want to look at like a really practical sort of thing, it's like, it gives you a ton of information. I, I bet yourself. Can you, I imagine when one doesn't have an expression of their emotions or even understand them, that is a barrier to even knowing yourself or, you know, being aware of who you are because you're Absolutely. not expressing it to yourself. Right. So that's Absolutely. interesting. It's interesting. Hmm. And we talked about this a little bit on the last time I was on your show, but you know, it's interesting. I, I watch podcasts and some like, like Joe Rogan, you know, a lot of men watch that. There's some mm -hmm. like Jocko Wilnick people that are ex Navy SEALs. And it's interesting if you actually listen to a lot of their stories and they, when they were in combat is that their intuition and their feelings save their life. Mm -hmm. Now they may not put it as such, but if you actually listen to what they're saying, they're saying, I listened to my gut. My gut told me this and I could feel this. And so I'm, that's, that's the thing with men. A lot of times is I will point to like these practical things that they've experienced. They just call it something else. And I bridge that gap because it's, that's, so those are some of the most masculine men in the planet. Oh yeah. And they're talking about this and they're talking about how it was from a very masculine point of view, it talked about how it was useful for them and the fact that it saved them or their buddy in war or in a yeah. climbing situation or whatever, right? In a, in, a, in a very doing situation, whatever it may be. Yeah. When I was always amazed that, you know, people poo-poo when they use psychics on the police force, I'm like, your best detectives are the best detectives because they can solve crimes, not because one plus one equals two, everybody knows that, but one plus one equals 17 and they get there first because they're going with their gut. They're going with their intuition. They're making a leap and they get there. And I'm like, how do you not see that this is all just the same intuitive feeling based, um, but just used in a different practicality? Because think about what by acknowledging that 
what that opens up and how society would have to reshuffle. Yeah. While they're right. doing it now. Right. So it's like, yeah. that's what's, I want to know what's like up right now. We talk about like awakening, if you will. It's that it's like, it's life is like really squeezing people to be like, Hey, you have this intuition, you have feelings like, Hey, what is it telling you? Are you like paying attention? Right? Yeah. Fundamentally is going to reorder society. It's already beginning because mm -hmm. it can't not. Because people are more, and, and for the feminine out there, use your masculine skills to actually get your voice out there instead of being the passive, always receptive. Like there's this blend that needs to happen. Women have to learn the masculine to bring practicality or not women, but feminine energy has to be using the masculine so that it can be experienced in the world. And the masculine has to use the feminine so that it can be approachable so that it can be relatable. So that can be open. And I would say with, with the feminine energy too, is also using the masculinity in terms of logic process and structure to help you, um, because that's a that's a component to being in the flow. So I look at femininity as being in the flow, but you have the logic and the and the structure can help you ask the ask questions that focus your energy, help you so then you can ask a question with your masculine logic and then sit back and let your flow feel mm. into what what the answer is, right? So to me, that's the marriage that I'm really interested in. That's right. Great. Because when you're like at work or whatever, and you're like just because you can doesn't mean you should, right? That's sort of the general rule in life, right? Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And that's where you have to sort of then you can use your masculine, that masculine side to ask the question is, should I? Well, I guess, can I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should I? And then, then, yeah. then sitting still and not mentally like, well, I got this and this equals this and that. It's like you fall back and you kind of feel like, okay, is this appropriate? Does this feel true? Right? Yeah. That's the feminine. That's the listening. That's the flow and marrying those two because that then then you navigate differently right that's that's really what i'm interested in i love that love that Finding that balance yeah right do you think a person's ever in well we're not constantly in balance is it always just a continuing of um a little more masculine more feminine depending on what day what part of your life is going on absolutely. or okay absolutely yeah for me you know, it's interesting when my feminine kicks in, it's like, it's, it's a very specific feeling. And it's like, it's like my creativity in a very particular way turns on mm -hmm. and like what activities I want to do are different. And I just, that's the thing I've learned, I guess, in the last few years is how do I just like, let that acknowledge it and let it happen. Like, cause that's, that's a really beautiful part of myself. And I have a lot of, uh, the gifts that I'm going to bring that I bring to the world are it, it, if I don't, let that flow, then I'm like, again, I'm chopping off one of my arms, which is dumb. Why would I do that? Right? Because there's like so many beautiful things can happen with that. Whether whether it's on one side or the other, however you're blocking, or you're blocking both, and you're just in this tiny little narrow thing, because that can be the case as well. And you can expand. I love when you say, you know, chopping off an arm, and that's stupid. And what popped into my mind is, if we labeled sight as, you know, masculine, and hearing as feminine, and so you would like, stop using one of your senses because you know oh it's not it's not uh feminine to use sight or something here yeah just like, you, like you what listen to that and you're just like what yeah exactly. yeah that's kind of how i perceive it it's like it's that sort of ridiculous it's ridiculous it's like, yeah why would, why would you handicap yourself in such a way that you have natural skills and abilities that you could that you can have you have access to and the only thing that's holding you back is you yeah right and a label, a label. Right, 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 right. You know, and it's, it's interesting because we're, you know, in society right now, we're going through this sort of turmoil about all this. And it's like, 
unfortunately, we're not really focused on really, I mean, foundationally what's important, but I think we'll ultimately, I think people are, there are certain people that are, you know, they're waking up and they're getting it. They're realizing, yeah, this conversation on the surface, it's about clicks and it's about eyeballs, but it's not really about what's really going on. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm interested in what, I'm actually interested in what's going on, right? That's in yeah. life and how we navigate this and how we blend these, these, you know, our masculine feminine to like make better decisions and be in life more deeply and be more intimate and be, you know, because mm -hmm. everybody has their issue where they struggle, right? And th these are tools that can help people live a deeper, richer life, right? I think that's what everybody wants at the end of the day. Yeah. Are you helpful for the future? What do you, do you have a... In what sense? Well, in that we we're, that, that we're going to get there, that that we are going to continue to expand to become aware and become a new kind of human, you know, uh, maybe generations down the line where we're not having the discussion of male or, or feminine and masculine. We're just talking about energy, which is, um, I don't even want to put a negative, a positive or negative. It just, right. Right? right. We don't even have those definitions anymore. Are we going to get I there? I mean, I hope so. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, you have, there's no guarantee, right? I, I mean, if you're being really honest, there's no guarantee. I mean, that's why making these choices and living by example is really important because it's like it, your voice, your voice in the sense of how you walk in this world matters, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. a personal choice. It's like, that's at the end of the, so that, I mean, as, if I hate to be negative about that, but I don't know. I don't know if we're going to survive this. I hope we do. I hope we come. I mean, I would love that, but I don't know. People have to, it's a lot of people making choices that are outside, you know, my lane as such is just me and, and, and what I do. And I, I do my best to just like lead by example. Cause I think that's all I can really do. Right. That's the most powerful. Yeah, I, I hope. And if everything is a spiritual refinement, if every, if this life, the illusion that it is, is there to refine our individual souls, then it doesn't really matter what the school room looks like in the future. It's, it's all about how our soul is developing. Mm -hmm. You may Regardless never go back to it. this planet, you know, you may yeah. go somewhere else, but it's all about how your soul is developing. So maybe it just doesn't matter. Maybe it's just soaking up the lessons that are here and then moving on to the next incarnation. But I, I mean, I hope it, I hope it lasts. I mean, I hope humanity, I mean, I have a vested interest, I think on, on a soul level, I'm gonna say that. I don't know, that sounds weird, but I have a vested interest in seeing humanity evolve. And I think it is, it's not pretty all the time, yeah. but I, I really, I have, I'm hopeful, but I don't, I mean, if I'm honest, I don't know. Cause it's like, it, it's collective decisions, right? It's, it's, right. it's all of our individual decisions. And how we walk, you know, that's, that's some heavy burden on some level, or that's a heavy opportunity, or that's a light opportunity. I guess it depends on, it's all perspective, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the bottom line, right? Perspective. All right, listeners, that's all the time that we have today. We like to thank you for tuning in to the three intuitive healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. Remember, when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment.
This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast.